Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What's up out there, podcast land? Good gravy, my land, the holy macaroni, goodness, nah, why ya? <laughs> What's happening? Did you get it all out? I did. That escalated quickly. What's happening? <laughs> Welcome to the slow jams of Marion. Yes. Uh, <laughs> got a little... Wow. Mona, we're professionals uh, in here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it happens. It happens. <laughs> So, hey, so we now know Mona's in the house. <laughs> How you doing? Hey, oh, good. It's good. We got Corndog over there. He's back to being Corndog. Uh, yeah, I'm okay with I'm Corndog because Nancy Vassar, that's what she <laughs> called him now. Yeah. You missed it for two weeks. That's all she's called it him really, is Corndog. It's really a testament to the life I live that every nickname I have is related to food in some way or shape. Yeah. <laughs> Jelly bean and cornbread. If the bib fits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well played, well played. So what's good, y'all? Summer's over. Summer's over. Summer is over. You we'll started. You two goobers are back in school <laughs> teaching. Never thought I'd still be in first grade at the age of 40, let me tell you. Boy, it's tough to pass those SOLs. It is. <laughs> Hey, I'm still in kindergarten. <laughs> you got me beat. Hey, I actually did go to school with a kid that flunked kindergarten. Yeah. It happens. It, yeah. it happens. I mean, he did. He was eating glue. <laughs> I don't remember his name, but I, I seriously, the kid repeated kindergarten. If he's, if he's out there, I hope he kicked the habit. And I hope he did, away. man. It was it was a long year because his name was like right there. I just remember because he, he was always close to me sitting at the little tables and we go to first grade and he's not there and there he walks out with the kindergartners again. I'm like, what? Anyway, so y'all good? We're, we're good. We're good. Well, summer's over. Summer's over. Vacation's done. Well, let's talk about the Bible. <laughs> let's go. Let's talk about heaven. Yeah. And just like that, I'm turning it over to Mona. Oh. Okay. Um, we're <laughs> what I think we're gonna do today is we're going to look at Matthew 13, and there's two parables that are very similar and related um, about the kingdom of heaven. So we're going to read um, Matthew 13, 44 to 46. And um, we'll start with the parable of the hidden treasure and see how much um, time we take to and how much we can cover the great pearl of great price. Um, we'll see what how far we get. But that's what I decided that we're going to do. Okay. Since you put me in charge. Well... You're doing a so, great job already. So, Hank, can you read it for us? I'm over here. Almost, I'm almost giggling I already. <laughs> I knew when you started, I was over here about to giggle. I don't know why. Oh. All right, here we go. Oh. Matthew chapter 13, verses 44 and 45 and 46. <laughs> uh, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls, who, on finding one pearl of great value, dot, 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 he not talking about Mormons, dot, 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 <laughs> went and sold all that he had and bought it. 
All right. All right, Dan, would you pray? Absolutely. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time together and thank you for this time that we can spend in your word. We thank you for the fact that if we've accepted Jesus, we get to experience those riches. We get to experience heaven. And we get to experience it not just in the eternal sense, but but here on earth as well. We know that we are working for that kingdom now. So, Heavenly Father, we thank you for the inheritance that we can never deserve. And we pray that this time be pleasing to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So I thought that the first thing that we need to do is we need to define the kingdom of heaven and to point out that... Um, in the other Gospels, Matthew is the only one that calls it the kingdom of heaven. The other Gospels call it the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Same no thing. difference. Just wanted to point that out. So Hank can let us know what what is meant by the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God. Kingdom of heaven, kingdom of God is the realm in which God resides and where his throne is, that I take it. So wherever God is, that's where heaven is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we've talked. His place of residence. Okay. So we've talked about before about how we are now kingdom citizens of mm-hmm. the kingdom. We're just not there. Right. And so um, in that um, in that in the series that we did about who we are in Christ, we talked about being citizens of heaven and that um, we are now citizens of heaven. So we are part of that kingdom of heaven, even though we're not there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. But so, just wanted to point those things out. Do you have any other thoughts on the? I don't like. So, it. so I answered correctly. I, I don't know. Sure. <laughs> I take that, your that, word for whatever you say. <laughs> that's not really reassuring. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, the kingdom of God. It is. It's wherever God is. Right. No, I, you know, just going back and hitting on a couple things from from we when we had previously talked about it, the the idea that we're citizens of the kingdom of heaven is no small thing. Um, Obviously, everybody thinks, well, that means we get to go to heaven, which is, please rejoice about that. That's fantastic. But it means that citizenship also comes with certain privileges that that we wouldn't have otherwise. And so, uh, you know, that's even, you know, in the prayer today, talking about living for that kingdom now, understanding that you're not home now. And so it, it really should impact, number one, how excited we are about what comes next. And that excitement should show through us sharing the gospel with others right. so that they can join us. Right. I would also add to my definition, it's a kingdom of eternity. too. Because yeah. mm-hmm. when you're describing God, it, you always have to talk in, you don't talk in past, present, future. You talk in just eternity. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And and so all of those um benefits that we have from being citizens of the kingdom um we have them now and so um the importance of being a part of that and realizing that you're a part of that and living in light of the fact that you're a part of that now instead of just being and i know we've talked about this in other episodes you know back and forth but um living our lives so because of the importance of being that instead of just saying well someday i'll get there mm-hmm. um but knowing that it's here and now also <clears throat> how do you, well, i mean let's make sure we, people know how do you get into the kingdom right mona <laughs> so the way that you get thanks the way that you get into the kingdom is by becoming born again through the gift of salvation of jesus what does it mean to be born again but the having the gift of salvation when Jesus pays the penalty for your sin. And so you um, are no longer, um, you're born of 
not just of flesh, but of spirit also. And so you accept that gift of salvation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a gift? Yes, it's a gift. It's a free gift. He's just quizzing me. I uh, know. I, lo- <laughs> I love the fact that he keeps looking to you. I, I am enjoying this but immensely. But here's the thing. What's the... Tr- what? I mean, because this is an important part. Well, and it okay. has, no, and it is actually a good point to point out when we're looking at these two parables. So go ahead. What what, what you were going to say? Whatever you were going to say. <laughs> the fact that it's a gift, I think. Yeah. Is where we're yeah. Going with that. yeah. So <laughs> when when is something a gift? When it's given and um, requires nothing from the person that's receiving it, except for. Acceptance. There you go. That so fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Right now and then. <laughs> but see, and and I, I talked about this last night. Yes, Bible study. And, yes, and I thought about that a lot um, today. So so often though we treat it like it it was a one time offer, like mm-hmm. for one moment and mm-hmm. not for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Or we say and and I've really been on this kick for a while now. Well, how do you know you're going to heaven? Well, on such and such a day, I made a decision for Jesus. But since then, I've been sort of living. No, that's not right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or if you're standing at, if this were to be the case, we know it's not. You're, you're, you get to the to the gate of heaven, and and whomever's there, Saint Peter, and says, "Why should I let you in?" And, and you're like, "Well, I prayed a prayer." Mm-hmm. Or, well, I, I was baptized. Mm-hmm. Although there were good things. They're not the thing. Right. right. The thing is to say there came a point in my life when I come to recognize the wretchedness right. of my life, <laughs> the darkness of my soul and my sin. And I could not get into heaven. There you go back to the camera without help. Right. I mean, you do realize there's two ways to get into heaven ultimately by Jesus or living a perfect life. Right. I mean, if you lived a right. perfect life, right. Jesus would have no reason yeah. not to let you in. Right. Good luck with that. No, yeah, good luck <laughs> with that. I mean, it's right. impossible. Right. But so I saw, so I, you know, that's just a, uh, a little quip, but it, I mean, it's truth yeah. in it. But so when you come to that knowledge and then you go, okay, so I can't get there on my own, how can I get there? Mm-hmm. And you do it. By the blood of Jesus, right. by the grace of Jesus. Right. Oh, I hit that Sunday. It was yep. such a good thought. The grace of God has taught us mm-hmm. who is Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so you accept his free gift. You accept his grace, but you have to accept it. You have to reach out at some point and accept it mm-hmm. into your heart. Be- and, and by the way, some people are going, well, you're being really hard on this. Just because you say the words mm-hmm. yeah. don't mean you accepted it. Absolutely. Right. 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 So what is acceptance? I want, I want and I'm, I'm going to drill this for a minute. What does acceptance look like? Dan? Oh, I, I, Mona, Mona almost hurt herself turning her head around this way. She got a haircut. I, 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 tell you, she is I mean, my girl had a flicky beard on that hair. Like, wow. The Pantene commercial there for a minute. The, um, no, it, it, what it really... A, a huge part of what boils down to at least is accepting God's word as the fact that it is. And so much of that has to do there. There are people and 
hand raised, I've been one of them, that emotionally you're like, well, how do I know I'm saved? I don't feel saved. Today I don't feel saved. I don't but if you do exactly what you said, accept that gift, accept where your life is w- without Christ, and accept His role and in, in who He was and is, um, and accept that gift of salvation, then it doesn't matter how you feel. You've got God's word to fall back on. That's that's His promise: is that if you accept Him, you now are part of the family. Right. You and think. so, it, how you feel is is not really relevant to the equation, but. It may give you a status of, of what your relationship with God is like at that moment that maybe you've damaged it somehow or something, but it has no bearing on your salvation. Right. You were going to say something. Um. Well, I, when he when he was talking about if you don't feel it and you have the word of God, I mean, we also have the Holy Spirit Absolutely. that bears witness with us that we are children mm-hmm. of God. And so um, we have that as well. Mm-hmm. And so, I, but I was thinking of accepting means that you have to receive it. Yeah. You have to take it. You have to, um, it's just like um, in Matthew 11, I studied the um, the yoke that, that Jesus says, take my yoke upon us. And that take is, we have to do the taking. Yeah. And so it's the same thing with accepting Jesus' gift of salvation. We have to accept it and take it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so we have to be involved in that and active in that action. And and both of you are absolutely positive, right? But also, it it has to produce something in yes. you, and mm-hmm. then, oh, yeah. right? There has to be a result so, from it. I mean, I'm I'm so afraid that so many quote unquote churchy people mm-hmm. think they're going to heaven and are not because they say, well, you know, back in 1972, mm-hmm. I, I I went forward and in a right. worship service. And I took the preacher and we prayed and then I got baptized. Since then, I haven't really lived for Jesus. Mm -hmm. I've sort of done my own thing, but I did it that day. Or we just say, you know, I I walk the aisle, go back to that. So I've been in church since then. Mm -hmm. This is one that's going to catch people. I've been in church ever since then. Mm -hmm. I tithe. Mm -hmm. I go to Sunday school. Yep. I come on Sunday nights and Wednesday nights, but I never truly bear fruit right. of what Jesus calls us to. Right. I I go to work on Mondays. I have a potty mouth. I you know do whatever worldly stuff. But now I'm here, and so we tend to equate church going. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. I'm the biggest advocate. Y'all know. Right. Yeah. I'm hammering that all the right. time. You ought to be in church. Right. But if you're Placing your bet right. on getting into heaven on your church attendance, you're going to be wrong. Right. And and so I really struggle with, and I'm looking for something as I'm talking. <laughs> um, you know, Jesus did say, wide is the gate. Mm-hmm. Narrow is the gate. Right. And then what does he say? Few find it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Few find it, not a lot, but few. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I thought it said it a different way, but here it is. So when John the Baptist, this was even before Jesus had, he was about to come on the scene. But, you know, John the Baptist, he's there baptizing. Um, and so all these crowds come and he starts talking to you, brood of vipers. Who warned you? This is in Luke 3 and also in Matthew 3 as well. They say the same thing. 
Who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruit. That's exactly what I was going to say. In keeping with repentance. Exactly. And a lot of times, you know, last night what I was talking about when I said when somebody tells me a certain thing, what I hear Mm -hmm. is not what they say. What I hear is Mm -hmm. you don't love Jesus. Right. Mm. When when you mention that to somebody about, hey, you know, I'm not seeing a lot of fruit. And they get angry. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I hear? No, I'm producing the fruit of my father, which is the enemy of mm-hmm. Jesus. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. I'm not being mean, mm-hmm. but I mean, part of my job is a fruit inspector. Right, right. Now, Jesus is the ultimate one. Right. But I'm, mm-hmm. that's part of my job. Mm-hmm. Just got a picture. I want to get a shirt for you that says fruit inspector. Yep. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't, and I don't sense. say it judgmentally. No, but yeah. Because I have to inspect my own fruit. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, and so what John, the the picture there and what was happening and what why John the Baptist said that was because they were coming to be baptized just because they felt they needed to be baptized. Yep. And what he was saying was is that you don't come and just do this act. Yeah. That if you that you come bearing the fruits, so you're showing that it's really true in your life. And as you go, you keep bearing right. those fruits. So and right and so. Um, so what he said, let me, yeah. he said like he, for tax collectors, he said, don't take anything past what you're supposed to mm-hmm. only because what they did, they overcharged and they right. put the red, I mean, the overcharge in their pocket. Right. He said for the, the uh, army guys, he said, don't steal from people. Take, take what you get and be good with it. Mm-hmm. Quit taking other people's cloaks right. And, right. and all that. Don't do that. Show you're changed. Mm-hmm. Johnny Hunt said it best. If there's no change, there's no Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. You cannot be a hellion, claim to get saved, and still live like a hellion. Mm-hmm. Right. And that change only comes through fully dependent on Christ. What what so many people struggle with is this idea of, well, uh, and we've talked about it before. I got to clean myself up. I'm a, I'm a Christian now. I'm going to do this. Look, the the only time that happens is when you realize that you can't do it. Yeah. And you begin to rely on Christ. And so you know that's when you get those ones that don't don't produce fruit because the only produce the only fruit we can produce in and of ourselves is rotten and worthless. Yeah, it's not until we're connected to that life giving water that we start to see Do real we, fruit come out. We abide. Yeah, in Him. And, and but it's like this. I mean, take this as a whole. It's like a treasure hidden in a field. How many people do you really know treat their Christianity like it's a mm. treasure? Yeah. Right. Not many. I mean, seriously, how many treat it like that? Yeah. And and they or or they treat Jesus like that, which is really what he's talking about. They treat Jesus like it's a tra- he's a treasure. No, we treat him like he's a genie genie in a bottle most of the time. Yep. I don't come to church until I need something, and then I'm gonna call the preacher to come pray with me. And, and, well, and then and, wait, and wait, I'm not done. And then <laughs> and then if 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 whatever you need help in. Mm-hmm doesn't end up like you want, then God's not good. Let me tell you something. Whether he answers your prayer or don't, and by the way, I'm not in the business of telling you how he's going to answer it. He's still good. He's still good. Absolutely. He's still on his throne. He's still good. There's a plan for everybody. Not everybody's going to be healed. Not everybody's going to be this or that. Some people, this is just blatant meanness. Some people are going to go through stuff and die. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And we don't. 
I don't know who's going to happen. And, and we don't have any explanation. We don't have, we, cause it, I mean, it says his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. So we don't have any we, comprehension, but we have to have that faith and belief that he is good no matter what, and that he is sovereign no matter what. And, and if we don't have the, a grasp on that, then we can't deal with those things properly. Yeah, and we, we run away from yeah. him because right. we like, he's mean. No, he's not mean. Right. He made a way to live forever in eternity in the most perfect place ever. Right. And you're just too stubborn I had about 15 different words run through my mind right there. I saw them fly across your face. I thought you did. You're too stubborn to give it up because you listen to what the enemy says. See, the enemy, what I almost mm-hmm. said a minute ago, he says, oh, no, God helps those who help himself. Oh, no, yeah. he doesn't. <laughs> if you can do it yourself, he doesn't need to help you. Right. It is when you understand you got nothing. Right, right. Hank can bring nothing to the table. Mm-hmm. Yep. I had a thought, but I lost it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what it was. We are so concerned with our circumstances. Yeah. And and God is what God is concerned about is making us like Jesus. Romans eight twenty eight in twenty nine and yep and thirty <laughs> right right because we read Romans eight twenty eight and said and and claim that promise that God is going to work all things for our good. Well, that good. Is talked about in later verses, yeah. making us like Christ. That's the good. And so our circumstances may never change. Our circumstances may not be good. It may continue to not be good, but he, his desire is to work in us that we would become more like she Christ. She hit the thing. It wasn't me. She it, hit it. it. She hit it. Thing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I mean, how many is see? I, I, and I think really, I mean, this is just jumping out at me right now. We're talking. If we really saw Jesus as a treasure and if we saw the kingdom of heaven as a treasure, what would we do? I'm telling you what we do is like I said last night to that person that'll say, well, once I get my business under control, I'll come back to church. Mm -hmm. No. If you thought it was God blessing your business so much, hell couldn't keep you out of the doors of the church. Right. You want to know why your life's falling apart? Maybe because you hadn't been sitting at the feet of Jesus, yo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And. And so, just going to the parable. Um, <laughs> I went to the parable. You did. I talked about I know. the treasure. And that yeah, concludes so. our introduction. <laughs> <laughs> but the but as you said, he treasured it so much that he buried it again. In it, why? In order that he could go and buy the entire field, so that that treasure officially belonged to him. And what did he give up for it? Everything he sold, all that he had. Yeah, and so he gave up everything so that he could have that treasure. Um, we are asked to give up everything so we could be a part of the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. We don't want to give up but nothing. We don't. No, right. And what's so crazy is we're. I'm on land. I'm gonna preach on this for by not giving up what we're called to give up. We're giving up so much more. We're losing in the end. Absolutely. And, and we, we keep forgetting God's math and, and what he has is so much more than, I mean, what we've got is essentially ruins that, that just haven't gone to trash yet, but they will. It's like, like that. How much time we got? We got a good six minutes. I'll, I'll it's like the, you've heard me use this illustration. It's like that little girl who has these fake pearls as a child mm-hmm. and she loves them and they're her favorite thing to wear. Mm-hmm. And her daddy one day says, 
give me your pearls. And she says, no, Daddy, they're my pearls. And so this goes on. And then one night, finally, she comes in his bedroom, and she's crying. And she just hands him with a shaking little hand and puts the pearls Mm -hmm. in his hand. And he says, honey, here. And he gives her real pearls. Mm -hmm. She's been holding on to the fake. Yes. And when you don't come to church and when you don't live for Jesus and when you think you got to have it your way, you're holding on to the fake. Mm. Yep. Right. Not the real thing. Mm Mm-hmm. God has so much more. I am tired of believers who whine and complain and moan and groan about God not being there for them. and do, But they never darken the stinking mm-hmm. doors of the church and they never break open their Bible. Mm-hmm. And then they want to try to tell me <laughs> some spirituality things. Mm-hmm. You better back up. <laughs> I just, I cannot stand that. They they treat him like he's not a treasure. They treat Jesus like he's trash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's your title. <laughs> Is he treasure or trash? <laughs> yep, absolutely. Um, and, and then they get mad if you call them out. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> it's not my job to pat your butt and wipe your tail. We've riled him up. <laughs> I'd have to get my title out of that one. <laughs> I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's a, yeah. And any preacher that does that mm-hmm. is not worth his salt and yeah. ought to set his butt down. Mm-hmm. My job is to preach the Bible and the Bible offends. Yep. Matter of fact, if you walk out of those doors and I haven't offended you, I have probably not done my job. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Well, that's okay. No, it all comes from the fact that we see. I love Jesus. That's what it comes from. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we see our opinion as the treasure. And and we'll do anything to bend his word to our opinion, and that's when we get offended. Is when all of a sudden we have we don't want to be submissive enough, and, and we always hate that word as Americans, but we don't want to submit to his word as as rule and as, as fact. what it is. Yeah, we don't want to live out Galatians two twenty. No, and that has become. I don't know if you've been able to tell that. That's like my life first mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And we give up a treasure because of it. Yeah, and I think it was Bruce that said this uh, a few weeks ago. Too often now, we want to bend the Bible to our will. Right. Mm-hmm. Instead of how it should be that our will bends to the Bible. Right. We we miss that. So many of us miss that. Well, this is what I think. Who cares what you think? Who cares what Absolute, Hank – hey, yeah. who cares what Hank thinks? Yep. It's what Jesus says. You ever thought about this? Jesus never says, well, I think. Mm. (laughs) That's true. Never thought of that, but that's true. I mean, he you never catch him one time going, you know, I think this is what it ought to be. Right. No. That's it. What did the people say? You have the words of life. And what else did he say? He speaks as one with authority. authority. See, I didn't know where you were going. I know. (laughs) But listen, in several times, what did he say all the time? You've heard it said, mm-hmm. but I say. But I say. Mm-hmm. Yep. You never hear Jesus say, "Well, I think." Mm-hmm. My opinion. <laughs> yeah. Right. Let me give you my two cents. Right. Your two cents is no better than my two cents, right. and both of them ain't worth a plug nickel. <laughs> it's your economics lesson for the there day. There you go. Are we done? We got three minutes. Mona, I've hijacked it. I, did. I was about I'm to say, sorry. Mona, you have just taken control today. I'm sorry. No, it's good. I am it's passionate about good. the word of God and That's about right. the kingdom. I am. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not really sorry. <laughs> you seem so, so terrified. <laughs> I, I, th- I thought we were going down a path, so I'm going to 
circle back. Let's go back to the path next week. No, no, just real quick, because we have three minutes. We got three minutes to pass. We were talking about the free gift, and I said that that was a good thing to point out, because as we look at this parable, and next week as we look at the next one, it's not that those things are, we're not buying our salvation with those things, the treasure of the Mm. kingdom, and finding that treasure so that we can buy our salvation. Our salvation is a free gift. So this is, is putting the value on being the kingdom of God that it deserves putting the make because it is priceless because it is of so much worth not that we're buying it not that we get that treasure so that we can buy it and really what he's saying is you find Jesus and you see how much of a treasure he is and you give up you right Right. You basically, I mean, you're either a slave to sin or you're a slave to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And you sell everything you got that was the old person yes. and you give it to Jesus. Right. And and you crucify yourself and you take up your cross daily and follow him. And I loved what you pointed out. I don't even know where we were. I can't even find it in my Bible. Where well, last were we night? Last night. Uh, Matthew 16. Is that what it was? Yep. No. It was. I'm looking at it right there. Okay. I'm th- I'm trying to find it. You okay? Sixteen comes before twenty. I'm not being mean, but she was looking was, at twenty going to the right. Starting to see why she's I in kindergarten. I was just still. in kindergarten, <laughs> and we only went up to number five today. Okay. So that's where I was. <laughs> you just had it. That's not what it was. Notes? No, that's not what it was. But you said because when when he was asking. The disciples, do you want to go away too? And and you were saying how we have to answer that question every day. Yeah, yeah. Um, he says, yeah, he says it right there, and he says um, in Matthew sixteen. Um, nope. <laughs> I know it's not Matthew sixteen. Man, it's you, not Matthew. You guys are really into this one on a strong note. Let me tell you. Where was I? I don't know. Was I in Luke? So anyway, he asked them, do you want to go as well? <laughs> John chapter 6. That's where I was. John chapter 6. I had to remember. There it is. John Yahtzee. 6. John 6. Yep. And you and you were saying last night how we have to answer that question. Every day. Every day, really. Do we? Do we and it is John chapter 6. I'm yes, looking at it now. As we get up and start our day, am I living for Jesus today? Mm-hmm. Or am I just turning away from him? Which um, I would be scared to turn away from him. <laughs> well, because I'd be an idiot, right, To turn exactly. away from him, I'll say the things that Mona will say on air. <laughs> but it is—it's in John six, yes, right, right in there. I found it. Oh, he literally says. So here's a story, and quickly, I got what thirty seconds. Yeah. So you know, he just fed the five thousand, and I mean, now imagine, I mean, droves of people began <laughs> to follow him, be his disciple, quote unquote. And so then he says, and it's like he goes, "All right, let's let's." Let's get who's the real deal here and who's not. He said, by the way, if you want to follow me, you got to eat my flesh and drink my blood. Mm-hmm. Like, say what? Put that on the pamphlet, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> he's like, that's the only way to get to heaven. Mm-hmm. And people are going there. And I said it last night. I wrote it down. I said, the crowd was drawn by the miracles, but were mm-hmm. repelled by the word. They wouldn't even hear what he was saying. They were there for the free food. The I disciples mean, yeah. heard the word. 
and then care about the miracles. Mm-hmm. The miracles should not affect you. Somebody getting healed, somebody, whatever, should never affect your walk. Mm-hmm. You may be stumbling, but it doesn't affect it. You right. keep going forward. And so, then, I mean, then Jesus, I mean, he, he turns around and says, you guys going to leave too? Mm-hmm. I honestly believe it's we're asked that question every day. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to live for today? Right. Or even in the moment yeah. that come up. In that, this moment, yeah. Yeah, you know, as we face difficult situations, if the phone call comes and, and you know, I just thought it was just a beautiful thing to think about the fact that Jesus is asking us that. And so in the moment when a phone call comes and we think, am I going to follow Jesus in this or am I not? Am, am I going to live like Jesus in this moment or am I not? Am I going to cling to Jesus or am I not? And 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 their response was, you have the words of eternal life. And what, so That's what I talked about last night. And so when we remember that, so linking that back, because I always like to link it back. But when we realize the value of the, and the tre- of the treasure of the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, Jesus, that that will make us say yes to Jesus every day and mm-hmm. every moment of every day. And and then we will be living out Galatians 2.20. Then we will, we will be crucified to ourselves because we will be living for him because we know the treasure that it is. Yeah. I mean, it's just, Absolutely. it's about your eyesight. About what, do you see him as treasure or trash? Right. Now you may say, well, I've never called Jesus trash. You may not verbally say it, but Very you say right. it. Right. Your decisions say it. Yeah. Right. How, how, I mean, bro, People talk about how many of y'all got coming. I'm like, man, we got a boatload of visitors coming to Marion. We I just get the members to come. <laughs> I mean, anyway, dry, I, I'm, we're not talking about that. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Hey, man, great time today. Yep. Well, we jump back in this with both feet, and both hands. <laughs> it's good to be back today. It is. It is. It is absolutely we, good we, yeah, we haven't been together in a few weeks because somebody took a nine week vacation. It was not. <laughs> World tour. It was a short vacation. Uh, I mean, went everywhere up the East Coast, Three. down the East Coast, around about. Around the East Mountains Coast. Mountains uh, Yeah, just anyway. It wasn't 90 yep. degrees. <laughs> <laughs> it was It was hot here, brother. Yeah. <laughs> it's mean, not hot up there. It was oh. hot here, my Atlanta. Anyway, so, hey, so, Dan, did you pray earlier? I did. All right. Well, then Mona's going to pray. <laughs> Since you don't remember it, I can tell you it was fantastic. It was. <laughs> I do remember it now. You know what I remember as you were praying? This is sad. I almost busted out laughing. At me, you know what I was laughing at? The fact that I laugh every time Mona tells me to read. That was I was still focused on my reading, and I got through it, and I was like, ha, ha. <laughs> the spiritual depth of our pastor just never ceases to amaze me. There was one episode we were listening to. I might not be spiritually deep, but I'm going to heaven. <laughs> there was one episode we were listening to. I don't know which one. The la- one of the last two. And you giggled in the middle of me making a serious point. To, 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 I was like, did he just giggle? And I, like, right. He did, but we never talked about why. I don't have any can, idea why. But anyway. Can I, can I, I, I have a final thought. I just want to share real quick. Go for I it. just want to share real quick. What's wrong? There... there <laughs> Oh, it's wrangling cats in here. All right. No, just the why why we care so much about the kingdom of heaven. And and what I want to really stress just real quick is because it's real. It's a real place. So many people want to treat it like this nice thought to have, you know, once you die, you're there and, and it's but it's a real place and you're gonna love it because it God made it. You know why we talk about heaven so much? Because I don't want nobody to go to hell. There you go. Right. 
That's what I got to laugh at because I knew what I was going to say. <laughs> Reason I'm so concerned about heavens, I don't want to go to hell. That's right. And let me just tell you this, neener, neener, I'm not going. <laughs> and you can't make me. That's <laughs> <Yes>, right. <laughs> my Bible says this. <laughs> Who is in my father's hands? Who can snatch him out? I mean, you can lose your salvation if you want to. I'm going with the Bible. These folk that say that, I'm just seriously going to ask this question, man. If someone says, well, you can lose your salvation, then why aren't you out front getting saved every day of the week? I thought I was going to pray. Oh, no, I should just let you pray. I apologize. All right, let's pray. All right. We're going to pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the words in your word, the words of life. Yes. I thank you that we um, have uh, these words and read the teachings of Jesus. And I, I pray for each one of us and for all those who are listening that we would indeed um, treasure you and your kingdom um, the way that it ought to be treasured. Because there's nothing greater. There's nothing um, that can even come close to um, compared to that. And so we, I ask that we would treasure it in our hearts, treasure it in our lives, live in such a way. And would you cause us to do that? And so um, we thank you for the privilege of being behind these mics. And I pray that we would rightly handle your word of truth each time. But we thank you for the blessing of all of however many episodes we're at. And we just thank you and praise you and give you glory in Jesus name. Amen. Woo! I'm so glad we're back together. It's so good to be together. <laughs> I've got my the verdict's still out on my end. I've, Let me got, I've got my home slice, Miss Mona, with hey, me. Hey. I've got my man, Jelly Bean Corn Dog. <laughs> what a combination! That. Man, you got to make a Jelly Bean that's Corn Dog flavored. Mm. <laughs> good. And I'm Hank Meadows, senior pastor of Barry oh. Baptist Church, and it's been our privilege. Mm. To be with you guys Absolutely. today. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.